Hello and welcome to Heart Awakenings, channeling with Amrita. My name is Amrita, and for the next hour, we're going to be talking about actualizing in the new paradigm. There's been this prevailing wisdom, so to speak, that to manifest something, to bring something into reality, into the 3D world, all we have to do is get our intention really, really clear and set that intention and then send it off to the universe and the universe will provide. Well, that's the first two of three steps. And these are actually the three steps of extraterrestrial shamanism. Activate, attune, and actualize. Those are the three steps of extraterrestrial shamanism. In order to manifest something, in order to bring something into the material world, into this reality, and have it be a physical reality, we have to take that third step as well. Yes, we must get our intention clear and have a, a, a sense of... Um, holding that intention over time. And yes, we need to keep letting it go and letting it go and not trying to make it happen or force it, not trying to second-guess the universe, but to trust in the universe to co-create with us in alignment with our intention. But we have to take the third step also, which is, I call it surrendering to action. We have to actualize it. We have to do things in the real world in order for our intention to come into full material reality. Sometimes the doing is a not doing. For example, if we have a habit of obstructing or turning away from that which we are desiring, and that's a very human trait. We all do that in some way or another, have done that in some way or another at some time. Then the action is to refrain from doing that, refrain from obstructing ourselves, refrain from turning our attention away from that which is unfolding before us. Amaritha, the entity that I channel, one of them, has said for many years that we are co-creating our reality here moment by moment by moment with the universe and with Gaia. So, choosing to be open to what may be coming Amritha has also often said, be willing to be surprised. There's a, a, our human minds want to have control of what's happening. We want to know what's coming. We want to not be surprised because surprises have been unpleasant for us in the past. And part of taking action, part of actualizing, part of doing that third step involves responding and being present for the surprising. Because when we co-create with the universe, we co-create with Gaia, 
possibilities that we haven't even thought of in terms of how what it is we're intending can come into material reality, we don't really know. And we need to be willing to be surprised and stay open to that. And that's part of actualizing, allowing the unexpected to be an integral part of what we're open to. Because <clears throat> chances are, if, if if everything was already thought of and expected by us, it would already be materializing. And if it's not, if our intentions aren't materializing out of our actions, then <clears throat> there's something going on that we don't know. There's something going on that we can be surprised by. So, being open to being surprised is part of actualizing. And then there's being present and in that openness a willingness to respond to whatever may show up. And trusting the universe doesn't mean sitting back and letting the universe just do it for us. Trusting the universe means that when something does show up that we trust that it's related to our intention because that's how it works. When we have an intention and we're open and we're willing to do whatever it takes to get that to happen, then things show up in that field and in alignment with that intention. So being willing to respond in some way, whether it's doing something like taking an action, like calling someone or <clears throat> doing something physical, <clears throat> or whether it's refraining from doing something that we are habituated to doing that keeps us from being open and noticing what's really going on in the moment. The practice of staying present in the moment, moment by moment by moment, really pays off when it comes to actualizing, when it comes to bringing into the material world a reality that we have dreamed awake something that we have intended, that we've opened up to. And that third step of <clears throat> responding in an active way to what arises out of that is what it takes to actualize. There's a, um, a, a concept of self-actualization and self-realization. And so when we actualize in the world and, and from the fifth dimensional awareness, consciousness, we are actualizing, we are taking action, we are doing what is needed in order for something to come into form come into material reality. And when we do this from fifth dimensional consciousness, we bring all of ourselves, the fullness and wholeness of our being, not just the human aspect, to the project. Now, one of the reasons why it doesn't really work to just have an intention and be open and send it to the universe and then sit back and wait. The reason why that doesn't work is that, as Amaritha teaches, we are all that is. We are the universe. 
So when we give it over to the universe as something outside of ourselves, we're kind of missing the point when we do that. Because the point is, is that the universe is not only outside of ourselves, everything out there, but it's also everything in here, within oneself, at the same time, simultaneously. We are the universe and we are included in that which is actualizing our intentions. So from our humanness, we must also participate in the co-creation. It's co-creation. We're doing it with. We as humans are doing it with all the other dimensions of self that are available to us. So when we're self-actualized, we are operating from the true self, from the self that we are, which is that limitless love, which is the universe, which is the unlimited potential. And it's up to us in our humanness to actualize it. And to actualize it from our awareness of ourselves as being that love, as being limited in our, being unlimited in our nature. From that unlimited self, we can then actualize on the 3D plane through that aspect of ourselves that is our human aspect. And from our humanness in this 3D reality, as we know it, we can take actions. We can manipulate physical reality. We can pick up an object. We can move it to somewhere else. And we also can operate through the mind, using our intelligence, using logic, using intuition, using our feeling states as indicators. We can utilize all of our limited human capacities to actualize in this 3D world where we as a human being exist as such, as material. So, in actualizing in the new paradigm, it's very important, yes, to be clear on our intentions. It's very important <clears throat> to be open to receiving assistance from the universe. And it's also very important that we participate in the co-creation if we are to bring into material reality that which we are intending. Ah, so those are some of my thoughts about actualization. I want to talk a little bit about extraterrestrial shamanism and the activate, attune, and actualize that, that three-step process. It repeats over and over again. And what, so we, um, we are activated in some way. We get inspired and then we attune, we get accustomed and tuned in with whatever it is we're inspired to. And then we actualize it. We bring it into some form. And then something else gets initiated. Something else gets activated out of that. And <clears throat> the three steps continue in a spiral fashion. It's evolutionary. We evolve doing this continuous, repetitive three-step 
not exactly a process, but this we take these three steps. And over and over again. And that's how extraterrestrial shamanism, that's, that's the fundamental fractal piece that uh, extraterrestrial shamanism unfolds from. Activate, attune, and actualize. And we, the triunity, who have this mystery school of extraterrestrial shamanism, each of the three of us carries the uh, different energy. So Amaritha is the activation energy. Very initiatory, uh, very passionate, very, very sparking in nature. And then Aurelia, the other entity I channel, is in the attunement realm. <clears throat> now, Amaritha says, all that is, is universal love, and universal love is all that is. Aurelia says, my all that is, is here and now. And in attuning with whatever it is that is, has been activated, this occurs, that attunement occurs in time and space, which don't really exist, but are very real to us here in this dimension, this what we call 3D reality. In this dimension, time and space are factors, and they're an integral part of the reality that we are co-creating here. This 3D world, it seems very, very real to us. So we attune with it, and when we set an intention, when we activate a desire or something that we are intending, then the attunement with it is the opening to allowing it, to uh, is the setting of the intention over and over and over again over time, and the releasing of our attachments around the outcome over and over again over time, until it actualizes. And, and as that attunement takes place, the actions that we need to do or refrain from uh, become clear. And the opportunity to take those actions arises for us out of that attunement. And the actualization is when it actually materializes, when something real to us from our human perspective takes place. And it might take place magically or through some avenue that had never occurred to us. Or things just might unfold in the way that we have foreseen, so to speak, and that we have tuned into through our attunement. Um, and we never know. We never know how it's going to show up. So Aurelia is the attunement energy. And the actualization energy, that's mine. I am the only one in a human body, and I uh, am able to, out of my human dimensional of self, that aspect, I'm able to actualize in this world. So I'm the one who sends the emails, I'm the one who talks on the phone to people, I'm the one that posts on Facebook. Um, that's the actualization portion of that triad, that triunity that we are is my purview. And so it's from our humanness, from our physicality, from that aspect and dimension of ourselves that actualization takes place in this world.
So we must be an active participant in whatever it is that we are choosing to co-create with the universe and with Gaia. Now, I started channeling Amaritha in August of 1987. It was called the Harmonic Convergence. And it was the beginning of a 25-year period preparing for December 21st, 2012. And in August of 1987, I spontaneously began to channel something that I recognized as love. And so I allowed it to come through me. And this voice was talking through me. And I was simply letting go and allowing it. I was allowing some higher perspective, some some energy that I knew was pure love, limitless love, unconditional love. I knew that it was flowing through me. I was surrendered into my heart. I was conscious and aware of it, but I wasn't doing anything. I was surrendered to it. And it happened spontaneously. I had no um, plan or even idea that I might do this. I was aware of the phenomena of channeling and had explored it somewhat, but the idea of me being a channel for someone else didn't really appeal to me as an idea. But when Amaritha came through me, I knew that this was a part of my path to allow this to come through me. Because everything that Amaritha has said and done and in support of our awakening as humans, everything that has come through me for others in the channeling has also been for me and has also benefited me along my path. And it's also the case that preparing to channel, being available for that, has challenged me in my humanness in many, many ways because I am um, very committed to being a clear channel, to getting my anything I have personally going on out of the way, set aside, so as to not color or filter what comes through me in terms of my own human preferences and blockages and desires and so forth. I step out of the way and I allow them. I, allow, I have allowed Amaritha since 1987 to come through my body, use my voice, use my consciousness and my intelligence and, and my knowledge also. Twenty years after Amaritha came, in August of 2007, Aurelia showed up, another entity from the place that Amaritha comes from. And extraterrestrial shamanism also was born at that time. And the only clue I had as to what extraterrestrial shamanism was when it first showed up was... It was the journey home to our extraterrestrial place of origin. Well, as things have unfolded since then, it's become clear that that was the first journey, that was the first step. There are 12 journeys of extraterrestrial shamanism, and the first one is called Journey of Origin, where we travel to our extraterrestrial place of origin, wherever that might be, And we meet up with our extraterrestrial counterpart. The one that we would be now had we not chosen to become human. So this is ourself and another aspect, another dimension 
that and another probable reality that decided not to incarnate as a human being. So, in the aspect of ourselves that did choose to become a human being, we are right now here, that the result of that. And the one that we would have become had we not chosen that is the extraterrestrial one that we were when we made that decision. And that aspect of self, that dimension, has also continued to evolve and grow over time, so to speak. So we meet up with that one and we exchange the sum total of all of our experiences since the decision to become human. And we do that in the form of a download. So we exchange downloads. And this is the first journey of extraterrestrial shamanism. There are 12 of them. And they are each one designed and also all together as a um, an integral whole, the 12 journeys of extraterrestrial shamanism are designed to activate, attune, and actualize your 12-strand DNA, which comes online when we awaken, as we awaken. And so in the awakening process, uh, with the activation of the light body and orienting to the light body, our 12-strand DNA is affected. And the portions of it that have been long dormant are being awakened in the awakening. So the 12 journeys of extraterrestrial shamanism are designed to facilitate that awakening, that um, coming online, so to speak, with our 12-strand DNA. We have a number of other programs as well that have been um, brought through, and they're all based on 12 which is the fifth dimensional numerology is is a twelve base, and um, is is one of those numbers that is an integral part of s- sacred geometry, and is an indicator of the new paradigm. So the new paradigm is fifth dimensional consciousness, and based on a series of twelve. This week is the eighth week in the year of 2016. And this, pro- this is the eighth program um, of weekly programs. And the number eight in fifth dimensional numerology is materialization. We materialize that which we visualize from our unity consciousness informed by light as cosmic information with and from the limitless love that we are. We co-create with source, relating as a grid matrix interface and what we're co-creating is the new universe. And the new universe is the new paradigm. And the new paradigm is here now. And the more that we live from it, the more that we materialize, the more that we actualize from the new paradigm in what we experience as the new paradigm, the more we contribute to that new paradigm being an actual reality on this plane. Now, we as a human race have a very ambitious goal here, so to speak, and the goal is for the whole planet 
to awaken, to actualize, to come into fifth dimensional consciousness. And that's really a big challenge uh, because it's not just an individual endeavor, it's a collective endeavor. And we're engaging in and participating in that collective endeavor. One of the saving grace, one of the aspects that, are, that is a saving grace in this is that we, as an integral being, each one of us is also that collective. As Amaretha says, there is one consciousness and it is one and it is also many. And each one of us is that one consciousness. And paradoxically, that is true in every moment, moment by moment by moment. So, I want to speak also about decision. There's a, a philosophy or school of thought or whatever that, that says that all we have to do is decide. All we have to do is make the decision and everything will unfold. And in a way, that is true. However, there's a confusion here. When, when we in our humanness confuse our mind, our limited conscious mind, it, when we confuse that with the self, which is limited, limitless, then we think that all we have to do is decide with our conscious mind. Oh, I'm going to do this. And a good example of this is <laughs> New Year's resolutions. You know, this is a very human thing where we decide I'm going to do this thing or I'm going to change my habits or I'm going to, I'm going to walk every day or I'm going to eat less sugar or I'm going to work out at the gym or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that out of our intention and uh, this is our, our, you know, New Year's resolution. We're going to do this. We decide, but we decide that from our mind. We decide, oh, I should do this. This would be good for me. I think this is what I need to do. I think. And, and it comes out of a limited perspective, which is the conscious mind is a very small part of our being. So when decisions come from the mind, from the conscious mind, there's a whole bunch of other parts of us that may not be on board with that decision. And will then subsequently sabotage from the point of view of the mind, who the part of us that decided, will sabotage that decision, that choice. And that comes from the unconscious, or that comes from the even from the soul, because we may decide from our conscious mind, oh, this is good for me, and I should do this thing. Um, but we don't really have the, the larger perspective. We're not really in tune with our purpose here on this planet, in this body, in this lifetime. We're not really in tune with why we, why we chose to be born in this lifetime and under the circumstances that are being presented to us. We, as individuals, have access to that information. The limitless love that we are is limitless in its awareness and in the we are we have access to every other aspect of ourselves, every aspect of ourselves, and 
So when we decide from ourselves, when a decision arises or comes forth from that which we are, from that limitless love, then there's, we have a mission. Then there's a sense instead of, oh, this or that excuse will get me off the hook on this, there's a sense of, I'm going to make this happen no matter what, whatever it takes. And if I can't see a way, I'm going to invent a way, or I'm going to create a way, or I'm going to find out more, or I'm going to... And, and we are relentless. When we make a decision from ourselves, there's a passion. Our life force is behind that decision. And we continue to take actions that move us in the direction of actualizing that. So that's another key to actualizing in the new paradigm is to make decisions and choices from the wholeness of ourselves and not just from one aspect, such as the conscious mind, such as our human self. And to also not make decisions only from what we might call our guidance or our higher selves or the angels. If, our, if some other aspect is not on board with it, it's not our whole self. We are not fully in alignment with that decision and that choice. So we must make, in order to actualize, we must make a decision, a choice from who and what we truly are. Okay, <laughs> well, that's what I have to say about actualizing in the new paradigm. And I would like to channel for you now and introduce Emerith and Aurelia. And then we will do our meditation and journey for actualizing in the new paradigm. Okay, here is Amaretha. <laughs> and so I am here. I do greet you all with great joy. And so indeed it is as if I am Amaretha, extraterrestrial one. And I am here to assist human ones and human race in coming into full conscious awareness of all things at all times. This state you call enlightenment. And to bring message of universal love to as many human ones as possible. And the message is this. You are all that is. You are universal love. This limitless love. And each and every one of you is such. There is one consciousness. It is this love. And each one of you is such. There is one, there is many simultaneously. And so it is for you to notice the love. To notice the limitless, unconditional, universal love present for you. Moment by moment by moment by moment. It is for you to notice this. For in your noticingness there is an openness. And through this openness, you can come to know the truth of this love for your own self. You understand, I am not some higher teacher come down and tell you what is so. Oh, no, no. I am individuated one. I am here to learn and grow as well as be in assistance to your awakening. This awakening business, it is, hum it is of a humanness, you understand. And so each of you is engaged in this, whether you are aware of it or not. Each of you is indeed here and now on this plane at this time for the purpose of 
allowing for and being in support of, so to speak, this awakening of the entire human race and planet. For Gaia herself is also participating in this awakening process, you understand. And so, most wonderful. And so, dear ones, it is for you to notice that the heart chakra, this energy center identified with, that is found in the center of your chest, as you want, the heart chakra is your gateway. It is the key for human ones at this time in the awakening. The heart chakra allows for you to be aware of the unconditional love, the, the limitless love that flows through you, that is you, that is exchanged by you with other ones. This ebb and flow of love, it is your very nature. And the more you can be aware of this, the more consciously you can participate in your own awakening. Most wonderful. And so, it does seem to me would be a benefit. Introduce Aurelia. A moment, please. Ah, dear ones. Ah. In the attunement of yourself with this love, in the allowing for growing awareness of the limitless love, and being in awareness of the flow of love between yourself and other naps. This is your attunement, dear ones holding awareness of this love through time and space. It is indeed for you to know just moment by moment by moment that this love that flows between your very self and any other or otherness is of a sweetness. It is uh, carries a very mm, potent sense of satisfaction for you as a being. For you are this love. When you cultivate an awareness of love, dear ones, you are also cultivating an awareness of self. When you are engaged in self-inquiry and mm, looking deep within yourself, seeking to know who you truly are, that pursuit and as you may progress on this path brings great satisfaction for you encounter the very love that you are as you do this. And so... Dear ones, it is for you indeed to attune yourself with love and to attune the love you are with your very self. The more you bring this into awareness, into consciousness for your very self, the more you can be an active participant in your own awakening. And this active participation facilitates you bringing into your own reality in material form that which you are aware of within you. You can bring 
this awareness of love to all of your relationships. And when relationship that has served you in the past no longer serves you in the present, you can release it with love. For it no longer serves your awakening and it is for you indeed to let go, let go, let go, let go. Trust your nature. It is love itself. Trust this love as you allow it to permeate more and more of your life, more and more of your awareness, more and more of your relationships, your interactions, your choices, your decisions, etc. Allow awareness of this love to permeate all that you do. Even when you and your humanness are in complainingness. Oh, I do not like this. I am not enjoying this experience. Even while that is occurring, notice that the entire experience can be held in love. And that the limitless love is indeed present. Even if you and your humanness are having difficult time with the situation, that love is still present. And you can indeed mm, be in your human experience and notice the love at the same time in each moment, moment by moment by moment. This is entirely within your capacity, dear ones. And so the more that you practice this, the more available this experience will be for you. Most wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Amaritha and Aurelia. This is Amrita again. Ah, so we're going to do a little meditation and journey with you now to facilitate your actualization in the new paradigm as the one that you are. And in doing so, we are bringing to you the meditation called Amaretha's Heart-Breath Meditation that is the traveling vehicle for extraterrestrial shamanism. And this journey is a little taste of the journeys that we do in our programs. This journey is a shamanic journey um, and essentially what that means is you get to have your own experience and uh, whatever is happening is um, going to be your experience inspired by what we are saying. So if you're having something else go on than what is being suggested in the meditation and journey, go with your experience. Also, with all of our journeys, the intention here is that only that which serves your awakening comes in. So when there's a transmission, uh, when, there's, when, the, when the energy is presented, it, it's like you have a, bub a field around you like a bubble that filters out anything that doesn't serve you in your awakening. And only that which serves you will come in on every level energetically, consciously, unconsciously, every level. This is our intention and this, is, this can be your experience. So, we invite you to bring 
your attention to your breath. To be aware that your body is breathing. Breathes on its own. And you can simply let your attention be on that breath as it moves in and out of your body. You may be aware of a physical sensation or an energy sensation in your body. And you can notice that and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. There may be a thought arising and you can notice the thought and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath as your body continues to breathe in and out. You may have some emotion, some feeling come up and you can notice that and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. And so more and more of your attention gathers and is resting on your breath as your body moves air in and out. And so as this is occurring, you can notice or imagine that your breath is flowing in and out through your heart chakra. And so when you breathe in, you are breathing in love through your heart. And as you breathe out, you are breathing out the love through your heart, your heart chakra. And so you breathe in the love and breathe out the love through your heart. As your body breathes in and out, the love flows in and out through your heart. And as you breathe in the love, this love permeates your entire physical body. Touching every cell with the limitless love with a reminder of such love, every cell in your body. And on the out-breath, whatever body is ready to have released, whatever is ready to be let go of, flows out with the out-breath as the love carries it. And so you breathe in the love, it permeates every cell of your body. You breathe out the love and it carries with it whatever the body is ready to let go of now. And so you continue with the heart breath in this way. In and out. As the body breathes in, the love flows in through the heart. As the body breathes out, the love flows out through the heart. On the in-breath, the love permeates all of your cells. On the out-breath, the love carries with it whatever is ready to be released now. And so moment by moment and breath by breath as you continue with the heart-breath in this way, your awareness of that love does grow. And you can notice the planet beneath you Gaia herself has a heart, a heart chakra at the very core of the earth, the center of the sphere. And so you breathe in the love through your heart and it permeates every cell in your body and flows down to the heart of Gaia along the connection between you.
And on the outbreath, the love of the Mother Earth for you rises up into your heart as the love flows forth from you. And so you breathe in through the heart and the love permeates every cell of your body, flows down to the heart of Gaia. And on the out-breath, her love rises into your heart as you breathe out the love, allowing release of whatever is ready to be let go of now. And so breath by breath and moment by moment, as you continue with the heart-breath in this way, your awareness of your connection with the planet does grow. And as you continue breathing in and out through the heart, you can also be aware of the universe all around you. There is a heart to the universe. And so you breathe in the love through your heart. It permeates all of your cells, flows down to the heart of Gaia and up and out through the top of your head to the heart of the universe. And on the out-breath, the love of the all that is for you flows into your heart to meet Gaia's love for you as you breathe out through the heart and allow a release of whatever is ready to be let go of now. And so moment by moment and breath by breath, your awareness of your connection with the universe does grow. And so, dear ones, it is for you to continue with the heart breath in this way. And as you continue breathing in and out through your heart, allowing the love to permeate every cell in your body, it is for you to notice what each cell of your body may be saying to you, may be speaking to you, or singing to you, or vibing to you. And so it is for you to tune in with all the cells of your body. Your muscle cells might be saying, we wish more activity. Or your brain cells may be saying, we wish for more rest. And your skin cells may be saying, we want you to drink more water. Or your bone cells may be saying, thank you for all that you do to strengthen us that we may carry you. And so forth and so on. It is for you to open to whatever message or communication may be coming to you from the cells, all the cells, every cell of your body. Any one of them may have something for you. And be willing to be surprised, dear one. Be open to whatever may arise for you. And if the thought arises, Oh, what if I am imagining this? I say to you, let go, let go, let go. And simply receive whatever the message may be, whether you are imagining it or not. It does not matter. And so, dear ones, the messages from your cells of your body may be in showing up forness for you in many ways. You may actually hear words or sounds. You may taste something or you may have some energy sensation. You may see pictures or you may just simply know. Ah, 
the cells of this organ are speaking to me about some food that it is desiring for me to eat. And so it is for you simply to make a note of such, you understand, to simply notice that this is what is arising in your awareness as if it were coming from the cells of your body. Whether or not it conforms with any ideas that you have, it is for you to suspend the ideas that you have had in the past and be aware, be open to what all the cells of your body are telling you now, are communicating to you now. And it is for you to commune with your body in this fashion on a cellular level. Groups of cells may gather together. All of your liver cells may be saying, Oh, we wish for more water to be flowing through us. And so forth and so on. And so be open to however these messages, these communications from the cells of your body be open to how they may be arriving and what they may be telling you. You are being informed on a cellular level. And it is for you to notice that your light body is activated and that your light body is facilitating that which your physical body is informing you of. And the information flows not only through, from the body but also through the physical body from other dimensions of self. For your physical body is indeed a vehicle of expression of your very self, not only in your humanness, but in every dimension. Your human self expresses all of you in its own way, you understand. And so, dear ones, it is for you to attune with all of these messages, all of that which the cells of your body are speaking, are communicating, are transmitting information, knowledge to you about what it is your physical form is speaking to you. Your physical body is best example of you as a, as a being actualizing as human. How do you do this? How is this possible to be aware of how it is that you co-create your physical form and you co-create this with the universe and with Gaia together you all that is and this planet together you co-create your physical form and this occurs in alignment with and in accordance with your intentions as a being not from the conscious mind but from the very essence of your very self and so your physical form is your expression as a being on this plane 
in humanness. This is your self-expression. And it is your body. It is indeed a complete and necessary expression of self for you as a being at this time. And so it is for you indeed to allow for love of the body. Let the love that you are permeate all of the cells of your body as you breathe in the love and breathe out the love. The love that you are brings love to every cell of your body. This is you being in lovingness of your own body. And now allow the body to inform you, the physical body to inform you of its reception of that love. How the love that you are, that you transmit to your physical form is received by that physical form. And it is for you to notice that that love flows the other way as well for the physicality of you. Every cell of your body transmits love to you as a being. Thank you for materializing myself in this way. You are love loving itself. When you love your body, it is your own self-expression. When you allow your body to love you, it is love flowing between you and your own self-expression. And the paradox is this, that as that flow occurs, there is more and more love. And there is more love for you to have an awareness of most wonderful. And so it is for you, dear ones, to cultivate relationship with your own body in this way. To allow for your body to love you as well as be loved by you, dear ones. And you can notice this in your life through all of your human experiences, moment by moment and breath by breath. You can allow this as an actual awareness practice in your life as a human one. And so it is for you now, in the midst of this love flow between yourself and every cell of your body, to allow for an awareness of not only your body, but your surroundings. To allow for an active meditative state where you have eyes open, perhaps even move around with an awareness of the love flow between yourself and the cells of your body. Every cell in your body permeated by love with each in-breath Every cell of your body releasing whatever is ready to be released with the out-breath. Moment by moment by moment as you allow a flow of love between yourself. Every cell of your body. And you can walk around. You can do something ordinary. Some human ordinary task. Like taking a step or drinking some water. And it is for you to notice that you can carry this awareness, this state of being, 
into your life, moment by moment by moment. And in this way, cultivate greater and greater awareness of the choices and decisions that you make from yourself as your awareness of yourself does grow. And so each breath, each moment is indeed an opportunity for you to allow for the love to flow through you. Not only in some special meditation state, but in life itself. For there is no difference in yourself between the one who does the human actions and makes choices and decisions from the humanness and the self that operates from a higher state of consciousness. It is all you. It is all you, dear ones. And so, ah, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Amrita and Aurelia. This is Amrita. And that was a wonderful journey. And it it's, it's, feels very integrative to me. Amrita has talked a lot over the years about awareness practice. And this is a very potent one. And one that's very doable as we awaken. So, doable in the sense that we can practice it. We can practice it again and again, moment by moment. So, thank you so much for your participation, your attention, your time. We are very grateful for this opportunity to be of service to you and your awakening. Much gratitude, much love, much appreciation from the Triunity, from Amaritha, from Aurelia, and from myself. Thank you. Again, good night.